Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into being the badass in business you were born to be. And as always, I have another exciting guest with me. So Leah Steele, I adore this woman. She is such a badass and an, an amazing inspiration. Leah, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So Tell happy to be here. Yeah, tell the listeners a little bit about who you are, what you do. Okay, so my name is Leah Steele, and I am a mystical mindset coach and soul diviner. Um, I'm into all things magical and witchy, and but primarily um, I'm about empowering women and creating communities of women where um, we are able to lift each other up, um, and I do that through infusing magic into everyday life and. Um, ritual and spell and intention and things like that. Mm, I love it. And of course, I'm just going to disclose, I was at your uh, retreat with you and Alexa in uh, uh, New Orleans. I always want to call it NOLA, but it's like to say, (laughs) unless you know what NOLA stands for. And you have an incredible ability to hold space. And I love the fact that you really honor women. And then, you know, you've been, you were telling me just before we get on here that there's some nastiness going on uh, in the online world that needs to be maybe shown a little light on. And we're going to dive in and dish the dirt today. So what's been going on with you? Well, I, you know, it's International Women's Day today. I know that this podcast is going to be airing later, but I woke up really fired up about it being International Women's Day. And um, I did a post and I, and and there's actually a beautiful picture of you in that post. I don't know Uh if you've been working this morning, so you probably haven't seen it, but um, I just kind of did a shout out to all these amazing women that I have met through my online communities and in the online space and who are online leaders like yourself. And um, so that was my first sort of post that I did today. And then I started realizing that there is a shadow of that. Absolutely. And um, it was more about my own personal accountability because I, what I noticed is, is that I've been watching this stuff happen in the online community. um, And I'll call it just mean girl mentality Mm. where some of these, Um, very well-known female leaders in the online space have this, um, uh, they operate in a get in line or get out type of uh, leadership role within their communities. And so for me, I just realized personally, I've been watching that. And, and in watching that, I'm basically doing the same thing. So, or I'm allowing it to happen. Mm. And so because you're um, not saying anything, you're part of the problem. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So I uh, created another post (laughs) um, that kind of dove into this a little bit, really challenging the the female, the women in the online space to um, step up and realize that really you're, we're all equal. It doesn't matter where we are in our journey. We are all equal and we're all entitled to our opinion and we deserve to be treated with respect. Mm, So true. Like it it doesn't matter where you're at in the continuum. Like, I mean, money, people use money as a marker for, for I'm better than you because I make money. I make more money than you. So I'm better than you. I'm like, really? But your shit is out there for everyone to see. How does that make you better? It drives me crazy. 
yeah, I think we were just saying, I was like, I feel like it doesn't matter if you make $4 million or you make $4 or if your business is hugely successful or if you're just starting out. You know, we, to me, women for so long have had this crab bucket mentality where we just pull each other down. We pull each other back in the Mm -hmm. bucket and it's time to shift that. But we can't do that unless we really, truly embrace that we're all equals and nobody's better than anyone else because of material possessions or, you know, how great your business strategy is and how much better would we all be doing if the women that were succeeding really took it upon themselves to mentor and lift up the other women and not just did it in um, how it appears that they're doing it, which is really just that they're making money off of them, right? Right. Which is not, I mean, it's mentorship, but it's paid mentorship. So really you're paying for a coach. You're not paying for mentorship. And yeah, like that is really missing. And I think you know, the corporate world, we've seen that piece where the women are not helping the women that are coming along. And I, and this is just another example of where as women, we don't have great um, examples of women that have lifted up other women. And I think, I don't know about you, but I, I think that some of it is that we've only recently come into the market of running our businesses, being in the workplace. I mean, that's a very short period of time. So changing that dynamic is going to take some effort on our part. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, and especially in the online space or in the coaching space, again, this is even more new. So, and there's a lot of fear, I think, around is the space saturated are there enough mm-hmm. clients for everyone? And so instead of doing what we should do, which is helping each other and realizing that there's more than enough business for everyone, we, I think, sometimes get stuck in a little bit of fear around, well, I need to protect my community. I need to protect my piece of the pie, right? Like, yeah. don't, don't encroach don't. on my piece of the pie. <laughs> don't come into my group and talk about what you do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those are my clients, <laughs> even though they're not paying me yet. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, you know, it's sad because we, we definitely, we could all be rising up together if we helped each other out. So what do you think is underlying that behavior? Like, I mean, we talked a little bit about the scarcity, but I, I think there's something else. Like what, what do you see is also underneath that? behavior. So I think, you know, I mean, I think it's fear. I think it's insecurity. I think that we have been conditioned for so long to not trust each other as women Mm -hmm. that it's our, our natural go-to is to not trust, to not believe that another woman has our highest and best interest at heart. And I think when people begin to feel threatened for whatever reason, which is usually their own personal triggers, right? And it has nothing yes. to do with the other person. <laughs> yes. It is, you know, then people become reactionary. And if you've gone from nothing to something, you know, financially or in, in what your perceived status is, yeah. there's a lot of underlying securities. Like, what if I lose that? Mm. What if, what if they like her more than me? What if they, you know, and so I think the only real way for us to address that is to start doing that deep inner work, right? Yes. Um, but, you know, I know you and I are both engaged in and that's, uh, 
what what are your thoughts on it? What do you what do you think? I I see the same thing. I think it's that um, a buying into the fact that this reality is in any way, shape, or form real, and and that somehow somebody can take something away from you. Um, when we're willing to lose everything, this has always been my platform is, is to get people to that level of being willing to lose everything. And when you're there, it doesn't matter. Like if a client chooses not to work with you, they probably weren't going to work with you anyway. So there was nothing for you to lose, but you're also, you know, willing to expand out and say, well, if they win, I win. You know, it's not a win or a lose situation, um, but it, it takes courage to change centuries of ingrained belief that it's a win or a lose, that if you have more of the pie, it means I have less. And just, you know, understanding if you have more, it means we have a bigger pie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the pie gets bigger, right? So it's interesting. It really challenges a whole lot of dynamics for people. And, and I agree with you. It's, it's about doing that inner work. Change what your beliefs are. So um, I wonder if you've got some ideas of tools and things that people can use to start to shift what's going on for them right now. Yeah. I mean, I think the first step I think for me is just to recognize what your part is mm. and to really take a, a hard look at uh, where you are showing up in your integrity and where you're not, um, which is basically what I did this morning. And I go through a process of doing this on a regular basis, but it was really interesting to realize I was upset about something, but instead of like putting that outward, I was like, okay, what's my part? What have I done? And it's that idea of if we shine light in the dark areas into those places of ourselves that we don't really want to look at. And then if we verbalize it, we speak it to another person that doesn't have power anymore. Mm -hmm. So for me, I know that I often feel scared. I feel like, you know, I have people come in, I have fairly large online communities and I have people come in and start promoting themselves. And, and I get that little twinge of like, oh, but this is my group. And the whole reason I started the group was because I wanted people to be able to do that, right? So <laughs> it's, that's the psyche, right? But then I have to work through with myself and be like, no. I, my voice is one voice. Your voice is one voice. You know, my soul discovery sisterhood, which you're a part of and that you've come in and invited content in the whole idea behind that group was there's a different voice. Everyone's going to resonate with a different voice and not everyone resonates with my voice. And so I think, you know, tools for me is one, look at your part, um, consistently take inventory over what your feelings are, what your fears, what your insecurities are. And then look at, are those real? Is that a real story? Or is that just, I don't know if I can curse on this show or is that just, yeah. okay. <laughs> it's the inner dominator. I've actually, say fuck. I'm actually surprised I haven't said fuck yet. This is probably like the longest <laughs> I've ever gone in my life. Um, <laughs> so it, or, you know, is that a true story? Is that your reality? Is it your real reality? Or is it just a fucked up mind story that you're telling yourself? So that to me is the first step. And then shining that light and then speaking those fears to another person, like don't hide that 
ugliness that sometimes resides inside of us. And I'm sure that you can talk tons about this because those emotions and feelings, and I just say, I mean, and I don't know that I mean that the emotions are ugly, but yeah. that darkness sometimes or that shadow that's within us, when we learn to fully integrate that, that can be some of our most powerful, um, some of our most powerful tools in the world, right? When we're able to do that. So, um, and I think also just practice fucking kindness mm. to fellow women. When you see a woman that's struggling, offer a kind word, help out if you can. If you are in a better place in your business or you are in a better place financially and you see someone struggling, do some mentorship. Take a few minutes out of your day to do something kind for another woman. I love that. And you know, it's, it's also a great mindset, even if you're not really super successful, you know, money wise, um, when you turn around, you help somebody else, it actually shifts it mentally to say, I have so much, I can give some away. Yes, absolutely. Right. And so to change that dynamic and which changes the scarcity feeling, whether it's your time or your money, it, it, it flips the switch. And, and then, you know, if we step into the really high level, like we're all one. So if you're being kind to another woman, you're being kind to you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, and I think the other thing is, is that, and I tell the women in my community this all the time, that no matter where you are in your life, you have something to offer. Mm -hmm. You have something to offer another woman. And so that's where I loved what you said about even if you're not hugely successful, even if you don't have a ton of money, regardless of where you are, you have been through things in your life that you have gotten through that are tremendous gifts of knowledge and experience that you can give to another woman. Absolutely. You know, I was just thinking of the, um, the whole Cheryl Sanders lean in and her saying that, you know, men will go for a job that they're 60% capable of and women wait until they're 110% capable to go for the job. And I kind of wonder if there's an overlay happening with this as well in that, you know, we feel threatened in, in our, in what we're doing when we don't feel a hundred percent, you know, authentic or a hundred percent sure or a hundred percent successful. And so that's leading to that feeling scared, feeling insecure. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's a huge part of it. We, um, the desire or the need that we have for everything to be perfect or everything to be in alignment or everything to be, I think that's true. I mean, we see our male counterparts all the time. They like fly by the seat of their pants. They're like, Oh, I want that thing. I mean, this is the difference between men manifesting and women manifesting, right? Mm -hmm. Men are like, I want that thing. They, they take action. They go get it. Period. And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be anything other than they just decided that they wanted that thing. I know. And women, we get all wrapped up and, you know, we have to have a service component and it has to help the world. And, you know, there's all these things that are, that are really ingrained into our psyche about our deserving of the things that we desire. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's all so wrapped up, right? <laughs> <It is. laughs> Which of course is a big part of the work that you do with the women who come to you is, is untangling those 
bits so that they can, you know, step into manifesting what they desire without having to go through all the convoluted hoops and loops and proving that they're worthy of it. Yeah, it's a definite un- unraveling of all the story that we're so <laughs> caught up in to get down to just the, that, that we all, we all deeply deserve to have the life, the life that we desire. Yeah. Just because we're here. Yeah. Not- and just because we desire it. <laughs> yes. Yes. For no other reason than I want it. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, you know, that whole deserve, I mean, I have a take on the deserve. I, I really don't like the word for people because um, it leads them too much into judging whether or not they're, they deserve, if they deserve enough, if they're worthy enough to deserve. Um, and, and I like the idea of that. What if choosing to have something was as natural as choosing to breathe and you can have it just because you can open up your mouth and breathe. Right. Yeah, I love that. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. We like we get on into this topic. I I really I I'm so passionate with you is that we we really just do not have enough role models in this society that say women should be building women up. And I love the fact that you're doing that with your communities. So you've got the Soul Sister uh I've just lost the name. Yes, Soul Discovery Sisterhood. <laughs> That's it. Thank you. <laughs> some days are smart days and some are pretty. <laughs> and, and then the magical life. The magical life is my larger community. Okay. Um, so the magical life yeah. is the one that's open for everyone. And then the, the yes. is the paid. Okay. Yeah. If people want to go deeper with this. Yeah. And then of course you've got one-on-one coaching. And- yeah. I, I do a whole gamut of things. I'm actually moving a bit away from one-on-one and more into okay. group. Um, because I have a mission to reach a million plus women and it's very difficult to do in a one-on-one basis. So um, I'm moving more into group uh, coaching and um, we'll continue to do my live events and retreats as well. Very cool. So if you were to give somebody something that they, you know, to, to start working on or taking to the next level, like in looking at this theme or anything else, like what would you want women to be really taking home today? Finding time and making time for a daily soul practice for, you know, carving out a a chunk of your day, even if it can only be 15 minutes where you are taking the time to do some inner work is to me the most vital step in creating anything that you desire in your life. So for me, it looks like I have a daily soul practice that consists of lots of different things. And I choose on a daily basis, which things are feeling the most in alignment with me, but it's, you know, a gratitude practice an affirmation practice, um, writing out my desires, a, a, a active, engaged, manifested, manifesting practice of what is it that I desire and why do I desire it? Mm-hmm. Um, journaling out and and thinking about in depth some days what I'm an energetic match for that day, what I'm choosing to call into my life. So just that mindfulness practice and creating time for yourself, because I think as women, it's so easy for us to get so busy 
that we are like, we don't, I don't have time. I didn't have time for myself today. I didn't have time to do anything for myself today. And it quickly spiraled us back into a place of burnout or not being in that high vibe creation place. So that is my, you know, if I could have every woman on the planet doing at minimum 15 minutes of daily soul practice a day, I think the entire world would be a different place. Absolutely. Because it's, to me, those kinds of activities really bring you back into your body, back into the connection with who you really are. And, and maybe you, people feel it differently, but it's almost like it feeds your soul. Yeah, absolutely. That's, I, I always say it felt like fill up your soul, fill your soul up every day so that you can go out and tackle the world. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's so many demands, uh, you know, every day, like you say, so many women are so focused on everybody else. And, and then it's like, well, if the, if there's time left over, I'll do something for me. And then that never comes. Right. So I love, it will never come. It never comes. No. (laughs) (laughs) So I love the fact that you're encouraging people to do that in, and I'm, I'm guessing, did I hear that you're encouraging them to do it at the beginning of the day? So I think it's an amazing idea to start your day off with at least a few minutes of mindfulness practice. So for me, I have non-negotiable that I absolutely do in the morning because it sets my day up. Right. And um, then I also have things sometimes that I do in the evening because that feels more in alignment with me. But yeah, I would, um, you know, a 15 minute time in the morning to get centered and get aligned. I think is, is best practice, right? <laughs> so how do, how do you encourage people to find that time? For me, I have to schedule it. So I literally have to put it in my calendar or it doesn't happen. Wow. So it's hilarious because if you look at my calendar, it's like Leah time here, Leah time here, Leah time here. Um, but for some women, it looks like having to wake up earlier than everyone else in the house because once everyone's awake, there's a little bit of chaos. I'm a a little bit of a a bounce around brain. So I actually can do my mindfulness practice while I have my three-year-old with me because that's just how my brain works. But a lot of women really struggle with that. So if you need quiet time and you need a quiet space, sometimes it's waking up 15 or 20 minutes earlier before the rest of the house is awake. Um, Sometimes it's removing yourself from your environment. So maybe you need to go on a walk or maybe you need to go sit in the backyard or find some place that's a little more peaceful for you where you're going to be uninterrupted. And then I have women that do it, that set time that the first 15 minutes that they get to work, if they work outside the home, the first 15 minutes that they, they get to work, they do their mindfulness practice there because they can actually have that time away from family. And it's like just what they do before they set up their day. So for me, like I hate rules. Like, I never like to tell anyone you have to do it this way, because if anyone tells me that, I'm like, fuck that, I'm breaking that, then I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, so I think you have to really just find what works for you, but then also truly be committed to um, investing in yourself and finding that time for yourself. Yeah, making, making that, um, that date with yourself and, yeah. and a non-negotiable cannot change. Yeah. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Which is only going to strengthen your relationship with you. And the stronger your relationship with you, the less you're likely to be 
feeling threatened by others. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So just before we wrap up here, any other words of wisdom that you would like to make sure that the audience has a chance to hear? Oh my gosh. Just practice self-care and love yourself because you're beautiful. Hmm. That's lovely. So where do people find you? How can they get more of Leah? Because Leah's awesome. Um, so theleahsteel.com, T-H-E-L-E-A-H-S-T-E-E-L-E.com. Or you can find me on Facebook at Leah Steele Life. Love it. Yes. So definitely check out Leah. She has some great words of wisdom and um, might want to check out some of the magical stuff that she's doing that we didn't even get to today. So um, that is very exciting. I, I did a, um, we did a manifesting event at the retreat under yeah. the moon and that was intense. So I can definitely attest to the, the space that you're able to hold for people and the commitment of what you do with the women that you work with. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Inner Dominatrix podcast, the show that gets you stepping into being the badass in business you were born to be. All right. If you have not downloaded the app, make sure that you get over to Apple or the Google Play Store and download the free app. Have a search for Dana Ferrant Inner Power and you will have immediate access to way more tips and tools, all the things that you need stepping into your power and really exponentially growing your business.